I actually think you could see Zach Wilson play his best game as a Jet. I honestly believe that. I think after all the noise, after all this nonsense, after this controversy, after him not wanting to play, after the, the everything, it is official. It is official. He's done as a New York Jet. Like It was probably official the minute he was benched again for Boyle, but now... The, the idea that he didn't want to play and now that's, you know, the, the way this season has gone. Like, it's over for him. There's nothing else to do but to try and perform in any way to make any other team feel interested in the slightest to bring you on board. That's the only thing left to do. And I do think this defense of the Texans is a defense you can throw on. And I do think that this Jet team is the kind of team that, against good quarterbacks, has played well this year. And against this young quarterback who's taken the league by storm and how I believe now has taken uh, over the passing lead, he's got the most passing yards in the game. This is the kind of spot in their building where I think the Jets could make Stroud feel uncomfortable, get a couple of turnovers. And Zach Wilson talked about having fun and taking shots down the field and watching the All-22 as Coach Sala suggested we do. I took a look at it, and yeah, guys were running open. And... You know, not just going through the progression. I mean, Garrett Wilson was running wide open, and they do not get the ball down the field. That's how bad the quarterback play is. I'm, I'm sorry. I hate to agree with Coach Sala and to give Hackett, you know, any kind of defense here because he's been that bad, but you watch it. The schemes weren't that bad. The plays aren't that bad. The plays do result in open wide receivers. The quarterback can't get it to him. Now, part of coaching is getting the quarterback – being able to throw those passes, but it has just been so bad at the quarterback level. I have a feeling the defense is going to step up. I do this every week to myself. I don't know why. They let Marco and and Fliegelman laugh at me. Week after week, I pick the Jets. I'm such an idiot. I'm I'm probably going to pick them again. The number has dramatically changed. I think on Sunday, right after all the games, it was six. I think it opened up at six, six and a half even. And it is down... To, let me just double check. I want to make sure I got it right. It's three and a half now. This number has moved at least two and a half points, I think three, over the course of the week. Are you telling me Zach Wilson is worth two and a half points? I I mean, something's up. Something's up. Why is this line moving like that? Why are people betting the Jets? Why is the smart money on the New York Jets? I think there's finally no pressure here. He's no longer the starting quarterback of this team. There is no way, shape, or form, whether it's waiting out Aaron Rodgers, whether it's this upcoming week, whether it's this upcoming season, whatever the circumstance that has been laid out for him over the course of his three-year career with the Jets, there is no longer any hope or prospects of him being the future quarterback of this team. It's over. He will not be with this team next year. So having said that, knowing that really wins and losses at 4-8 and eight don't really matter, and there's no longer pressure not to go make mistakes. And this team has been absolutely killed with the idea the quarterbacks don't throw the ball down the field. I might actually believe, you can actually convince me, that Zach Wilson is going to take chances and throw the ball down the field, and we might just see some explosive plays out of the Jets. We might see some turnovers. We might see some terrible throws. But we might actually see some explosive plays. We might actually see Garrett Wilson get the ball down the field. We might actually see Zach Wilson in this offensive passing attack actually 
take some chances and throw the ball down the field. We might just see it. I don't know. I don't know if he's capable of it. It's one thing to say it in a press conference, and it's another to get there out on the field and take your chances and actually do it and actually see it and actually make the throw because they've been unable to do so. But for whatever reason, whether it's the number moving, the idea of this defense and the way they played against good quarterbacks, the way they can play against a rookie quarterback who, despite all his passing yards and despite all his touchdowns and despite the fact Stroud has kind of taken the league by storm and been one of the best rookie quarterbacks we've ever seen, he is prone to making mistakes. He has thrown some picks. And this defense can get into that mode of turning the ball over and leaning on a team. And if they could ever figure out a way to just get a lead, I think the Jets could go out there and win this football game. Does it matter? No, it doesn't. And that's what sucks about the whole thing. And that's why we're going on our second day of Juan Soto Day. Because as much as it's football Friday and as much as there's some interesting matches, cow- matchups, Cowboys and Eagles and some of the different games you get to locally, these games don't matter. The Giants play on Monday night against the Packers, and the only question is whether they can keep it close. And the Jets are playing what really amounts to be a meaningless game with a quarterback they no longer will have on their team while all the controversy of Joe Beningo and whether or not he wants to play or whatever else is going on around it, none of it means a damn thing. This season is now lost. Who are they? Who's the quarterback next year? Who's the coaching staff next year? Does the team fall apart around Salah? Does the idea of this uh, of the leader of the team right now and the leader of the franchise and Aaron Rodgers, who doesn't like leaks, pissed off at the head coach for actually having a communication with the world's biggest Jet fan and Joe Beningo? Like, is that something, I, I was talking about that the first night the story broke, and, and right after his interview with Pat McAfee, if he's all pissed off about leaks, he, he's probably not too happy about an open texting dialogue between his head coach and someone who will, will, willy-nilly will go on a radio show and, and just give him out. And if you're Robert Sala, the one thing you can't do, you can lose out. You can have your team make more penalties than any other team in the history of the franchise over and over again. You can have the worst offense in the history of the game. You can do a lot of things right now as long as you have Aaron Rodgers as, as confidence. The one thing you can't do is piss that guy off. The one thing you can't do is lose his his backing. Because if you do that, then you might just be out on your ass. That's all that matters. Who's going to be the coach? Are they keeping this team together? Do they still want to envision the plan of Rodgers, Salah, Hackett, what will they do in the draft? If given an opportunity to draft a quarterback, do they do it? I say no. But that's what this season's about.